Welcome to Midweek Motivation on Wove Inspiration, the extra push you need to keep moving forward. Hey, good afternoon, good afternoon. You are listening to Wove Inspiration's Midweek Motivation, and I am your host, Althea Richardson. And today I have, I have got the pleasure of interviewing Lady Gail Johnson. How you doing, Miss yeah. Johnson? I am doing great, absolutely great. <laughs> awesome. So tell the audience a little bit about yourself. Well, my name is Gail Johnson, but AKA Lady Gail Johnson, as they call me. Um, my husband is a pastor. Okay. And so we have been pastoring for, as a matter of fact, in July, it will be 22 years wow. in the city of LaPorte. And about three years ago, we started another church, another work in the Katy uh, 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 area. And so, I mean, our ministry is one of like outreach. Even before we be- became pastors, we did a lot of outreach, like in the prisons, in the boys' uh, homes and stuff like that. And also under the, the bridges, we would bring food out. My husband would minister. We just, uh, we really are about outreach. We call ourselves a kingdom-minded people. We did foster care. We took in boys from Texas Youth Commission as well as CPS for eight years. And so it just all just kind of come together. That's what we believe the church is, a place of total restoration. And I believe that you have to be out amongst the people. And so that is really what who I am and what we do. I have two children, two biological children and a bunch of spiritual children. Mm-hmm. And I'm a grandmother of five. Okay. That's me. Okay. So <clears throat> I had somebody just chime in. That's interesting. Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> I had another visitor come in, but that's okay. So um you know what? When you you had mentioned that you have uh, two churches. So you have two locations, two ministries. Is that correct? Yes, ma'am. Okay. Yes, ma'am. And we also are business owners. We are in marketplace ministry. We purchase a, a, a childcare facility about, it'll be eight years in nine years in July. It's called High Achievers Learning Center. We purchased a La Petite Academy, but we branded it High Achievers Learning Center. And then three years later, we, out, we outgrew that facility and we purchased another facility a block away. So we're into marketplace ministry. We have 25 business owners at our church. When we started, everybody just started moving out and getting businesses and stuff like that. And so that's what we do. That's what's really unique about our ministry is that we really do a lot of marketplace ministry and we believe that you know, people that would not normally come to a church building, mm-hmm. that we can just take the gospel to them. And so our church, our school is not named as a faith-based school, but we are faith-based when, we, when you come inside the school. So right. we've had lots of people to go and leave. And they, because we're teaching their children, they have that, that unction and that responsibility that they took on. And they became, they went into the kingdom. They awesome. became people that were kingdom people. Okay. Yes, ma'am. Okay. So it sounds like, um, and, and it's one of the things that my, my husband, cause we're, I'm a first lady as well. And, um, and my husband, oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. So, you know, so it, cool. God, God always, you know, when he hooks up folks, he's got to do it right. Yeah. And he's got to do it like, 
making sure that they that we are hooked up with like-minded people and and one of Correct. the things i was okay. gonna say is that you one of the things that my husband talks about is is the church and and the leaders of the church so if you have a leader that's a silly leader then the folks in your church are going to be silly people if you got come people on that are um um, I don't know, secular minded, then you, uh, your leader is secular minded, then they're going to be secular minded. So Correct. your church, business minded people, business minded leadership. That is awesome. Yes, ma'am. Yes, yes ma'am. Yes. So, and you are also the co-founder of black girls do business and diverse girls do business. So tell me a little bit about mm -hmm. that. Yes, ma'am. Black Girls Do Business. That, that business is really, well, is really birthed out of an extension of what we do with women. Okay. We, have a, um, we have a yearly, an annual um, conference that I do. It's called uh, Fight Like a Girl. And we cater to women who are in various shelters. We usually have about seven women that come uh, from various shelters, domestic violence, homeless shelter drug rehabilitation centers, the like. And so what we do is we bring all those women in. I get those women sponsored. Um, we bring, we buy all the food. We, everybody has their t-shirts. They get their makeup, their hair done. There's a place for them to apply for a job. Um, there's the spiritual as well. I bring in people that really can minister to the total man. And we, it's, and that's very diverse. They have mm -hmm. all kinds of women because those, that those areas affect women period not women right. just of color but women across the board mm -hmm. and so we kind of got together me and uh, Lori Fox who's the co-founder founder, uh, as well of Black Girls Do Business and we wanted to do more so Black Girls and Diverse Girls Do Business is really an organization that does consulting for uh women that want to start businesses or women that are already in a business that want to expand. Yes. And so what we do is we take women from the bottom and kind of help them work up. So women that are, um, you know, uh, maybe on the system and mm -hmm. just, you know, haven't had a, a great break, a, women who don't have a great support system. And we really work with them from the bottom up. So we give okay. them the necessary tools and social etiquette that they need to be successful. Amen. And that's what basically what we do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So is and that what I do because I mm -hmm. go ahead. No, no, go, go ahead. No, I was gonna ask you, is no. that is that here mm -hmm. in Houston or where where is that uh held? It is it, it, it is in Houston. Okay. Um we go from hotel to hotel. The last one I did we did it at our church and we it just was because our church is, of course, we have a, a, a pretty large facility, but that was the first time we've done it at our church. We usually do it in a hotel. Mm -hmm. In 2016, the conference itself is like $24,000. So the, okay. uh, we, in 2016, I had um, a, a philanthropist, uh, Russell Ibarra, who owns Gringos, Burritos. Mm -hmm. He underwrote the conference because I had did it and I had women with me that we just literally, you know, worked and we had money, we put money together, we got sponsorship. And that year, it was just so easy for me because we were able to have the whole conference underwritten. And it was just awesome. So it is held in Houston, or it could be in, in Katy, but okay. we kind of moved from the Marriott to um, um, what is this other one that they have the big hotels, the Hilton, mm -hmm. just various, the Omni, 
we just kind of move it move it around and because those the women that come in need to have this the experience of being taken care of so yes. we do everything in excellence we just won't throw it together it takes us months to plan it mm-hmm. and we purposely do it with the spirit of excellence so that they can feel as if somebody cares that they're worthy of this treatment so, yes. yeah so that's mm. like girls and diverse girls do business yes ma'am wow that is phenomenal that is awesome and we definitely need to talk after this, <laughs> this <interview>. yes ma'am <laughs> Would love to. <laughs> oh yes. Um. 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 I'm watching how God is doing things in the in the um in the kingdom. In that more yes, people in the kingdom are starting to understand that we need to go outside of the box. We can. Yes, I mean, it's it's one thing. You know, we got we got church folks in the church, and but we still have individuals that may have been hurt by the church that. They may not come mm-hmm. into the church because of that. And so we have That's to right. go outside of the mm-hmm. box, outside of the four walls, and start reaching as many people as we possibly can in this day and time. So Correct. I yeah. commend Absolutely. you on all of the work that you're doing. What, what, what actually inspired you to even start a business? Well, um, with the child care center, I did, I took, it was 10 of us. I took nine of my spiritual daughters. Mm-hmm. I was a part of um, the Rotary Club in Laporte. And there was a young lady that came in and she spoke on Bolivia and how they were building this irrigation system and stuff in Bolivia. And she really motivated me. And so we, 10 of us, we raised the funds and we went and we stayed in Bolivia for a week and we worked in the orphanages there. And when I got back, you know, I just really missed the children in Bolivia and the people. And I, the children there are really, the predominant faith is Catholicism, but they're really educated in that faith. And I felt like, oh my God, we just don't educate our children in the Christian faith like we should. So me and my husband, we were driving up the street and we saw this empty childcare center. And I'm like, we should check that out. And literally, literally, after six months, we owned the place. I mean, we didn't have like the money for it. It was, you know, we didn't do a business plan. It was just supernaturally done. And so what I learned in, you know, working in child care, I'm a nurse professionally. But I, and so the, the director that we had, she was there for a few years and then she just didn't have the passion for it. Mm-hmm. And she told me, and I'm like, oh my God, no, I'm going to have to do it. And so I stepped into that place and really was able to, you know, just do some some other things that were really just awesome, earning, you know, different streams of income, connecting mm-hmm. with vendors, doing government programs, all of that, we just expanded that, that whole, the whole school. And then we purchased the school, like I said, I bought somebody out like a block away, and then we expanded even further. And so with that, I learned the operations perspective of how to do business, but I really did not know the business. Uh, side of business. Mm-hmm. And so I won a scholarship last year to Goldman Sachs intern, uh, internship to Goldman Sachs. And when I went to Goldman Sachs, I finished the program and then I could really combine the operations with the business. And so I really want to teach people that have, a, you know, great dreams and, you know, they're great at operations, but they just can't pull it together because they don't know the business side, how to do their financials, how to get a CPA that works with you and not for you, 
all of those things are important for the success of business. Mm-hmm. And that's, that's basically it. I'm just, just that. And business is what I'm doing right now. I mean, I, business is church for me. Yes, you know, yes. I don't want to just be inside the four walls. And I tell people all the time, Jesus, if you look scripturally, he may have been in the synagogue. You read about it maybe three or four times, but everything he did was out in the community. You know, mm-hmm. it was, you know, healing was in the community in community, even them raising money for fish to fishermen, Peter and James and John, all that was done out in the community. Mm -hmm. And so we need to teach people that manifestation is possible. It's not just a word that we talk about, but it is definitely something that the Lord wants us to have. He says that we, he came that we may have life and life more abundantly. That word translates more than necessary. He wants Mm -hmm. us to have more than enough. And why? So that we can can continue to do the work of the kingdom. And then Jesus talks about occupying until he comes. When you look at that word in the, in the uh, Greek translation, it simply means to barter, to trade and to do business. Mm-hmm. And so it is, you know, it is scriptural business because we can meet, reach so many people out in the business community and yeah. it still translates to be the gospel for me. Yeah, 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 absolutely. That is awesome. Wow. So, you know, as you were growing um, the business um, and the 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 um, the enrichment center and everything, um, in anything mm-hmm. that you do in any business that you start, um, there are obstacles. So, how were yes, you able to overcome the obstacles that you experienced? Well, we've done uh, several things. We had like three things going on at one time. I didn't mention that my my husband, um, we also purchased a home and we had it renovated and okay. we would rent rooms to women, to men that were coming out of the, like the drug rehabilitation centers and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So he had that and, you know, people working along with that. Then we had the school. So you got all of the, all of the, this great big, uh, just di- all of these dynamics working together and sometimes against, wow. you know, one another because you yeah. can't be everywhere at one time. And right. then I'm, we're also, our schools are, they're in the city of LaPorte. LaPorte okay. is 70% Caucasian and my school was 70% Caucasian. Okay. And uh, LaPorte has this history. And so I had to really, really, really ha- develop a mindset amongst the people to work with the spirit of excellence. Mm-hmm. to make sure that everything was done appropriately, to make sure that we, were be- that we were the best school, to make sure that we were the cleanest school, the safest school. All of those things, you know, most often, and I'm, I have helped people open schools, and that's the first thing I talk to them about. This is not just a place for you to make money. You're going to have to work, and you're going to have to work hard. Yeah. You know, I work hard to keep a clean record because, you know, we're monitored by the state. You know, all of this different stuff. I've hired people, and we have a very diverse staff, but I, I, that's intentional. And I hire people that I feel that have a heart and a compassion towards the children, not people that I can just hire because they can't get anything else. Mm-hmm. So we, we pay appropriately. We, you know, we pay uh, above average. Um, I don't consider the people that work for me uh, just employees. I consider them to be souls. And I treat them as such. I'm very engaging in their, in, with them and with their family. I have a young lady that is from Venezuela and she goes through these horrible times. If you know anything, 
about Venezuela is, is, is really in a bad way right now. Yeah. So for years, supported her. Our church, like two years ago, we collected for the whole 21 days of our fast. People, were, they just put stuff on the altar. So we were able to send barrels of stuff to Venezuela and take care of her community, not just her family, but the people in her community, from diapers to wipes to all of this different stuff. So you have to make sure that the, the main thing you do to avoid a lot of obstacles is to look at, at people as, um, as souls and to, to care about the people that work for you in your business. Develop great relationships, and that will keep you a lot of times out, uh, out of, you know, just a tremendous amount of trouble and mm -hmm. help then these people will be put in place to help you overcome a lot of the obstacles as well that may be challenging in a business. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So with everything that you're doing and you, you guys are doing a whole lot, how are you mm -hmm. able to keep yourself motivated? Well, I, I think that's, my personality is <laughs> is really I'm a natural and my personality style is a driver and yeah. so I like projects and I like to see the outcome of projects and I like to work on things that I know would bring a, about a great end result mm -hmm. and so I just stay motivated number one that in that perspective and then another thing is I really really if, and we're talking spiritually. I mm -hmm. really, really, really set my face before the King, and I, I, I want to do things that I know would please Him. And yeah. whatever uh, calls for uh, uh, souls, or you're put in a place to bring people in, to make them better, to be impactful, or whatever, to bring them up. Um, because I have a lot of women around me that they didn't have really great lives. Okay, mm -hmm. they were strippers, and they, you know, did a lot of things. They, you know, even the some of the young ladies that work with me, but I've been able to look at them as souls and, and I've been impactful. So that motivates me, mm -hmm. people, you know, to help people and to help them be better and yeah. to help them understand that they are great and they are fearfully and wonderfully made. That's Amen. the greatest, the greatest, greatest motivation for me. Amen. Amen. And so what suggestions can you offer to um, the listening audience now that, you know, they may be struggling in, in their, in their business or are even trying to um, complete a project in their community. Mm -hmm. um, they're not able to get the connections that they need and, and everything. What, what, um, what can you suggest to those individuals that are really trying hard to get their business or ministry off the ground? Well, uh, firstly, that's one thing we've been working on, me and my partner and Black Girls, Diverse Girls Do Business. We have a conference that's coming up on April the 27th. And if, if you go to Eventbrite, you can register at Black Girls Do Business. It'll come up, Black Girls Do Business. Mm -hmm. And what I did is I'm bringing in people that started from the bottom. Um, I have Russell, uh, Russell Ibarra, who owns, like I said, the Gringos and all of that. He's coming to help and speak to us. I think he failed five times in his business before he became, uh, before his businesses became productive. Mm -hmm. And then I have Marcus Bowers who owns the She's Happy Hair. The, um, he started with $800 from his trunk and I was, he's a multimillionaire and he's maybe 35, 36. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of people, they don't know 
how to start from the beginning. I had a young man I spoke to today. I love him dearly. He been, he, I raised him. He came to our church. He may have been 10 years old. And he really wants to do some things. But he didn't know any, even the simplest of things. Like, you know, he picked this name. And I'm like, okay, that name sounds familiar. You need to go and you need to go to the county, to the county clerk's office <laughs> and make sure that name isn't taken. You just can't take that. You right. need a DBA. You, just the, the small things, how to copyright, how to, you know, should I copyright? Should I have a trademark? All of those different things. Should I have a CPA? Can I, do I, am I, should I have an LLC? Should I become an S Corp? All these things that people just don't know. And so you don't want to stay in the area of doing a hobby mm-hmm. instead of being a, a lucrative business. And what I see most often, especially in our community with minorities and mm-hmm. African-Americans, is we spend years um, working a hobby instead of becoming a lucrative business. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I went to a, um, I went to a, a, um, an a, a organization where they have all the different uh, African-American um, uh, businesses, small businesses, and they come and they sell to this particular community of people. Mm-hmm. And I looked and I didn't go to sell. I went to really promote for the conference to get them to step out of the mindset of having a hobby mm. and, you know, coming and selling to each other yeah. twice a month and to come to a place where, because some of the business, when I got there, I was blown away. I'm like, oh my God, you are so ready for Bed Bath & Beyond. Yeah. You're so ready for H-E-B. But they didn't know how to take it to the next level because their mindset has to shift. Right. Because this now, this is, when I looked at them, my heart was heavy because I'm like, this is a hobby. This is not a business. And if you come and you get educated, you are so ready to step to the next level. Mm-hmm. So I had several of those people that registered to come to the conference and I cannot wait because the whole thing is going to be about collaboration and networking. We have, a, I think we're going to stop at like 70 people and we got like 80% of the people already wow. but because I don't want all these people just coming and we're getting, it's about getting their money. No, right. it's about, I'm going to promote you. We're going to commit to promoting one another. We're going to stop saying that we can't do business in our community with, with our own people. When that is not true. If I tell them all the time, if you get an issue at Walmart, if a, uh, someone at Walmart mistreats you, the clerk, or she don't speak to you, or she mishandles you, you go back to Walmart. Mm-hmm. So why can't we do that for each other? Why can't we allow mistakes to happen with mm-hmm. each other and still do business? You know, so bring that thing together where we are going to uh, pull people in that have integrity to do it the, co- the correct way. Because we do have people that have integrity and they will do it the correct way. Amen. Yes, Amen. Can you give me a little bit more information on um, the conference? It, you said it's April 27th and where's April, the location? April 27th. Mm-hmm. It's, it's going to be nine to three thirty, So you're going to get your money's worth. We're serving. I hired an African-American caterer who's a young African-American girl who's been through a lot of challenges in life. I hired her. She's an awesome chef. She'll mm-hmm. be bringing in breakfast and she'll be bringing in lunch because we're going to not just say it with our mouth, but we're going to do it. We're going to promote for real. Amen. And so it's 1718 Fry Road. It's Suite 260. It'll start exactly at nine. So when you come in, you'll get your food. Then you'll go in and we'll start immediately. I have Russell Ibarra who will be speaking on expansion because I have people that are coming. I have some, um, Hispanic um, spiritual 
of children, I call mm-hmm. them, they'll be coming in from the valley. I can't wait. They're so business minded. And I'm like, you ask him, ask him how to franchise, ask him how to, you know, that yeah. kind of stuff. You'll, with Russell, with um, um, Marcus Bowers as well. He's someone else. I mean, he has several locations. How do I get into this business? Or how can I partner with you to get into this business? Mm-hmm. So it's going to be questions and answers all around the room. I'm also doing um, um, a segment on how to become your the best employee. Your own best employee should be you. Yeah. And so we'll be talking about relationships and how to develop relationships and how to get past different personality conflicts. Because ultimately, you have to do business with a variety of people and they all may not be like you. Right. So how do I do business with people of different uh, uh, personality styles that I'm really uh, in the natural can't even get along with, but mm-hmm. we have to do business together because we have to make this thing work for both of us. Okay. It is, I'm telling you, it's really going to be phenomenal. Yeah, so phenomenal, yeah. phenomenal, phenomenal. And, and the first, the last, lastly, what we're going to do is everybody's leaving their business card. And I can say this to you because you're from the kingdom. Yes. Everybody's leaving a business card because we're connected with the Southwest Prayer Center where businesses meet once a month and they pray for businesses. Oh. And so I want everybody to put their card in this book and we lay prostrate and they pray for business. We pray that you don't get sued, that you have great clientele, that you can meet, you stay in the black. You don't mm-hmm. go all these things. And but but mostly we pray that you remain kingdom minded and that you give to the kingdom, that you have that social responsibility to give back to the kingdom of God. It's going to be really cool. Oh, my goodness. And so where can we get more? Where can the listeners get more information on um, this upcoming conference? What what links, what uh, social media? How can these people reach you? They can they can check me out at Lady Gail Johnson on Facebook, and then also we have a face a Facebook page called Black Girls and Diverse Girls Do Business. All right. And the conference you can register at Eventbrite, and it's just do a search for Black Girls, um, and it's G I R L Z. If you do a search for Black Girls, it'll be probably the first thing to come up, or Black Girls Do Business. It'll be the first thing to come up. And you read the conference cost is $80 and that's inclusive of all your conference materials and your lunch and your, um, your breakfast as well. We'll have uh, black girls do business shirts, mugs, diverse girls do business shirts, mugs, uh, hoodies. And then we have three women in the community that we will be recognizing. We have Miss um, Natoy of Decor- Decora Eyewear. She's an optometrist. We had to recognize her. This woman, oh my God, she takes care of all of the pastors. I, I exams and stuff for free. Wow. So we're going to be recognizing her. We're going to be recognizing Felicia Jones. She just did this awesome from Smart Scholars, this awesome um, uh, fashion show for children all over the community, maybe like 75 children. All the clothes were purchased or they were um, done by designers that she met and it was just, it was awesome. And then we'll be recognizing Alicia Green. She's Hispanic. She just opened their ministers at our church. They just purchased a, a driving school. <laughs> oh so my. all of those girls will be recognized and they'll earn, like if Mary Kay can do it, we can do it. They'll be earning a blazer and the blazer is a diverse girls do business or a black girls do business blazer. And they'll be recognized for their community work 
and also for their kingdom work. Praise God. Oh, this is some good stuff right here. You guys, I yes, will be yes. posting the uh, flyer on my Facebook page, which is Wove Inspiration. Um, and it'll also be on my personal page as well, Althea Richardson. So you guys, you need to register for this conference. It is a must. There is a lot of information, a wealth of information that is well over $80 worth of information, big yes, time. So I truly, I really, really, really suggest that you guys check out this uh, conference. Definitely check it out. Definitely. Lady Gail, Lady Gail, yes, this has yes, been a phenomenal time. I have truly been blessed and honored to have you on my show today. I have received a wealth of information as well, just in the short period of time that we have been able yes, to talk. And um, like I said, Oh when when when, yes. when this is over with, we definitely need to talk because you you you're phenomenal. You yep. are too. I I'm so grateful that you gave me the opportunity to come on. You are great, and thank, thank you. you so much. You are so welcome. <laughs> this is Althea Richardson with Wove Inspirations Midweek Motivation. You guys have an awesome day. Keep moving forward. We're almost there. God bless. Thank you for tuning in to Midweek Motivation on Wove Inspiration. I hope you enjoyed what you heard. If you would like to be a guest on the show, email your bio and picture to woveinspiration at gmail.com. If you would like to continue the conversation, make a comment, or you have any questions, you can share them on Wove Inspiration's Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. This is your host, Althea Richardson. You're almost there. Keep moving forward.